and what's up guys welcome back to another episode of mentally gone daily this is episode number 22 today is tuesday march uh 28th already it's crazy uh my name is callie lacerda i'm gabriella lopes and today we'll be talking about a few things that are making headlines in the news i feel like the first one is the nashville uh nashville tennessee shooting yeah at the christian school I don't, i'm not sure of the name of the school so a heavily armed 28 year old fatally shot three children and three adult staffers on monday at a private christian school the suspect once attended in tennessee's capital city before police killed the assailant authorities said um hold on i'm just um drake identified the suspect as audrey elizabeth hale 28 years old a resident of the nashville area and referred to the assailant by female pronouns the chief said that the suspect identified as transgender but provided no further clarity um it's just pretty crazy but living in america this is not anything surprising yeah you know um i think you said that there's over like a hundred school shootings yeah uh i think it's like 129 now just this year mm. in the u.s of not school shootings of just mass shootings or just this year yeah just this year that just started and we're only three months into the year i know that's pretty wild when you when you think of it that way and i can't even imagine what the number is like if you if you got the um statistics for the past 10 years you know mm -hmm. i can imagine it's definitely past the thousands yeah. <laughs> look at shadow squeaking his yeah. toy so our dog is in the basement right now in the studio and he's squeaking a toy which we'll have to i think take away from him yeah um but i just want to share this video of joe biden um addressing the mass shooting and just really quickly just so you guys can hear what our leader or how our leader speaks give me one second i'm gonna united states speaking now My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. And I came back. down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. Folks, uh, welcome to the White House. Thank you. It's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> They're your kids, all four of them? Yeah. Well, stand up, guys. It's so weird. Um, a few things that came off as, like, red flags to me is the fact that Joe Biden has a very strange infatuation and interest in, like, small children. Yeah. And there have been multiple cases where he began smelling kids, uh, little girls' hairs and, like, starts just, like, rubbing up on them from behind and all these things that are just strange and weird. Getting up close and personal, I've seen. Yeah, like, sniffing kids and, and then their parents are obviously, like, clearly uncomfortable and trying to pull their kids away. But, um, so Joe Biden started this speech, which is supposed to you know like address this issue just that just happened this tragedy and he starts by saying that his name is joe biden 
and he's Dr. Joe Biden's husband or something. Yeah. Which makes no sense. And then he also says that he came down there because he thought that there was like ice cream. Yeah. And he said specifically like Chinese ice cream. And then he said that he has a lot of chocolate chip ice cream upstairs in the fridge, which um, for those of you who don't know, there are a lot of like keywords when it comes to the whole like Pizzagate scandal, which was the whole thing um, idea that these elites use code names to refer to like um, taking advantage of very young people, like taking advantage of kids and even eating like cannibalism and just all these like dark occult fucked up shit. Um, but ice cream is one of those keywords mm. and I don't know exactly what it represents because some sources say that it, that it's supposed to represent uh, male prostitution and just male phallic like male male felicio I guess um, but in this case it's just strange that right after he talks about that he just like his eye not like naturally went to the kids in the back gravitates to the only kids in the room and then he asked them to like stand up so that he could see them better yeah that was it's like get a better look at you kids i just thought it was so strange that he he knew the grave situation that he was going to be talking about and that he can just come and try to be like Funny. humorous and yeah. and have this whole like uh joke going on about uh, the ice cream he has yeah it's just so bad timing and and also what what was i gonna say oh yeah he did he name someone ben Cardin? yeah i think it's like a congressman or something oh because i was gonna say like imagine it was like the the co-founder of Ben and Jerry's, and he's like, wow. "Yeah, I love Ben Cardin over there," and yeah. it's like he loves ice cream so much. <laughs> ben yeah. and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> he's just always in this like weird hallucinogenic uh, trance state. Pun intended, considering the the news in the case. And there goes Shadow finding <laughs> another toy. Let me see your toy, buddy. Wow, nice toy. Just like keep it there. All right. <laughs> um, he's, he's just trying to get our attention to like play with him and stuff. It's funny. He's like finding all of the squeaky toys, none that don't squeak. Right. And he's like poking on my arm right now. Um, another interesting thing is that for people who live in Pennsylvania, there have been multiple recalls on tap water. Well, not recalls on tap water, but recalls on bottled water. And uh, multiple brands that are sourced from locations near Ohio, where the train, de where where the train derailment happened, are being recalled, and citizens are being cautioned and just told that you shouldn't be drinking certain brands because, you know, there might be certain chemicals that were spilled in, in Ohio in those bottled water products, and their tap water has been restricted, so they are advising to not use that tap water i just want to say too this is like maybe not a hundred percent in line with uh exactly what you're talking about but for anybody that obviously isn't around ohio you should still be paying attention to the bottled water that you're drinking right because i don't know if people know the difference between purified water and spring water spring water goes through like a natural filtration process where it's you know uh i'm not sure how to really explain it but like it's it's uh environment it you know naturally filters itself kind of thing mm. 
mm-hmm. you know, with the rocks or whatever. And and it maintains like its minerals um in in the water. And when a purified water goes through like an ultra high filtration uh, process, and what that means is they can get water from anywhere. Like they can get it from a sewer and just put it through this ultra high filtration process and it actually ends up losing its minerals. And that's why they have to add it back in. And you'll see it on the back of your like water bottles or on the on the cases where it says like they added sodium whatever because they're trying to replace the minerals that they you know yeah which is one of the reasons why costco water is so cheap i feel yeah three like four dollars for a pack of like 60 60. bottles or something like that yeah that is crazy like obviously it's it's, sewage water it's a bulk store but it's so easy where they're getting like sourcing the water from because they can source it from anywhere yeah that that makes me concerned though like the whole ohio thing because i still wonder does flint michigan have good water yet no still no i don't think it does that's crazy like it's been years no yeah yeah because because apparently like water especially now with this like consistently chaotic world that we live in it's like it's just one extra expense that governments have to really allocate funds towards and have to lobby to like acquire certain solutions to it so like flint flint michigan is always going to be like flint michigan i feel for for years to come it's going to be just contaminated and just have this negative connotation i can imagine that's what ohio is going to be like yeah you know Mm -hmm. not just with like air pollution because i'm sure that that also will take a while but but with with what you're saying like it's spreading to pennsylvania it's now it's it's already been packaged in bottled waters so i i just wonder you know how long this will last and and if it'll continue spreading um among the east coast (laughs) not to mention and and speaking of spreading but um i don't know how many people know of this but another train derailed and spilled hazardous materials in north dakota really just yesterday i think so several cars on a canadian pacific uh, freight train derailed in north dakota late sunday spilling hazardous material in the area some of the 31 rail cars involved were carrying hazardous materials and an initial assessment found a liquid asphalt leak at the at the derailment site in rural richland county southeast of uh windmere a canadian pacific spokesperson told the hill in a statement that's so crazy so how much of this is intentional and how much of this is accidental because people are saying that even this um school shooting was like a a false flag which i'm not going to get behind because um i don't want to get behind any of that because like that's like that to me is the type of conspiracy theory where where it becomes dangerous for you to actually like like establish a conspiracy theory because people actually lost loved ones and so it's not fair i don't think to make conspiracy theories out of that mm-hmm. but um yeah it's like false flags and um government plants uh paid actors you know like these things are real so you have to like question at least like why are we just now having these incidents that are contaminating people's waters and just infusing it with like cancerous 
substances and chemicals, chemicals. and elements. Yeah. Oh, Scary. Man. You're 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 saying like you think that the well, not that you think, but you think that there will be conspiracy theorists saying that the school shooter was a like a ploy, like yeah, a plan. Yeah, because because a lot of things like like for example, um, the January riots when they um, invaded um, Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there have been evidence coming out recently um showing that it was in fact facilitated so it was an inside job that was facilitated internally to a point where these um people were just granted access into the building so there is such thing as like conspiracies internal conspiracies from like different parties trying to just basically rally people against the opposite party so i just find it interesting how in this particular case that has really hit headline news lately has been emphasizing the fact that it was a transgender person that committed these atrocious acts. Mm. And so it's interesting because it could have political implications now. So like people, for example, I think you said that one state banned completely, like the idea of like being able to be transgender. Oh, that not, not banned completely, but, but Tennessee passed recently at the beginning of this month where I think like, drag shows are banned like Mm -hmm. i think even if you're dressed in drag like on the streets like people have already been arrested Mm -hmm. i don't know that that's what i was reading again i can't quote everything because you don't know what's real or not on on social media when you see like ai images of trump getting arrested it's like yeah those are crazy images actually you don't know what to believe anymore but but yeah and and that that they banned like uh, sexual education um, in middle school. So mm-hmm. only in high school, uh, in schools in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. See, so, so like that to me is interesting because it's like it's a perfect incident for you to really, really, really divide people on this topic. So like people, for example, conservatives are going to look at this and be like, yeah, see, like that's why like – that's why those type of people are bad Mm. because look at this like look at what they did like look at what this one person that identifies with this group committed this atrocious act on like innocent children and just people and then you'll have liberals saying like oh like see like that's why you shouldn't oppress a group of people without expecting any any like lashback or any yeah yeah so it's just interesting because it 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 does inevitably inevitably become a political point of like conversation. It's like people are now gonna, you know, like pick a side and I don't know. Like I think that a lot of it has to do with just politics and maybe like planning certain people because it's not uncommon, especially in the seventies and eighties and nineties, the CIA and the FBI um confessed to having um i for, i forgot what the name of the, like what their particular name is i think it's like a rogue agent or something uh provocateur or whatever they call it but someone that goes into a certain social setting and deliberately um like causes chaos and just anarchy and just like promotes these like feelings that the government wants in order to divide people further 
Wow. So during the Black Lives Matter movement, the FBI and the CIA confessed to um, having plants like agents, rogue agents that were placed in those protests and and would lead people to like break stores and like break businesses, steal and, steal that, yeah. and like put things on fire. So like these people were like like that's their mission, essentially. Right. And 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 I don't find that surprising because even something as simple as like when you're brought in for questioning at a police station, they'll offer you like a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's to get your fingerprints. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like something like as stuff. simple as that, you know. Yeah. And that's why I've seen like on TikTok where people are like giving advice where they're like, oh, if you're in a situation like that, you ask for like bottled water and you like take it with you. Mm-hmm. You know, like never, never grab the, the glass of water because they'll try just, to use DNA against you. Like, I don't know the whole spiel, but. Yeah, a bunch of criminals on TikTok giving advice. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. On like how to commit, like how to get away with murder. Learn on TikTok. Oh my gosh, I've seen like so many people giving information. Like, like a person was was like showing how those like monitors at the stores that you know beep the detectors. Yeah. When whenever you're stealing something. Mm. A store owner of her own clothing store was showing that if you put the item low enough, you can just walk right through it. But why was she showing that? That's so stupid. She was, I guess she was showing it to, sh- to bring awareness to other stores, like to show that, oh, a person can like, you know, put it, I don't know, on their, or like on their ankle or whatever and get away with it. Mm-hmm. And, and then it won't beep right i don't know but then people were like oh thanks for the tips like (laughs) i'm gonna go get some new clothes now yeah everyone in the comments were like i'm gonna go over here now i'm just gonna stuff my thing i'm gonna use a bag that's like very low to the floor like jesus christ that's horrible and i don't know if you saw that video of another lady uh showing that you can bypass those um sensors at like stores by just going super fast and just like doing a super fast movement really yeah so if you keep going like in and out in and out in and out with your arms as you're walking out with an item um it won't detect it because it needs like a certain amount of time in order to scan the the product imagine how that would look though (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) you're just like doing a freaking dance (laughs) yeah and it looks super silly and then people started stitching it and just like doing parodies about it um about them like stealing the the um like french paintings and 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 like stuff like that yeah well. um but um speaking of tiktok i just wanted to share that we did a post on our um on our instagram page a poll rather uh asking people what they think about the tiktok ban and how the tiktok ceo um basically had to go before congress and explain that that our data is not being stored offshore that it's not being stored in china but rather it's being stored in-house in in the u.s and that our privacy is is uh, valued and our privacy is respected which i don't think is true at all um i think that they are definitely mining our data Mm. and sending it straight back to china has been happening ever since the app was created um, but my point is that we did a poll on our stories and I just wanted to share that uh, 
82% of people said that TikTok should be banned and 18% said no, it should not be banned. And that's from like thousands of people voting. That's that's a pretty crazy number. I wouldn't think that so many people would say that it should be banned. Right, right. Like like that caught me off guard completely because um because yeah, but at the same time, I think that people are really obsessed with this idea of security and just data being sent to the enemy and the enemy being China and what exactly are they going to do with that data? And I feel like a lot of people are also concerned as like parents or uncles and aunts who who have like nieces and nephews and shit that um use tiktok yeah that tiktok is being used to kind of manipulate and distort our perception of just reality and trying to um inject certain ideologies into the youth and trying to contaminate the youth and a lot of that's true too you know so it's kind of hard to like establish a a moral high ground when when you have all of these like prospects of like things that are happening but at the same time if you really think about it like tiktok is no different than a facebook and and a fucking twitter and all these companies do the same exact things your own phone whenever you just say something out loud and then all of a sudden you have like advertisements popping up yeah on your social media feeds your smart home devices you know yeah and i wanted to say that the reason i was so surprised that 80 percent of the people um voted that yes it should be banned is because there are over like i think the number is 150 million americans who are on tiktok and so that makes you think you know if you're on TikTok and you think it should be banned, then you might as well just get off of TikTok. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I don't know where I stand on the situation just because I don't know much about uh, data, you know. Yeah, harvesting yeah. And, and, like, usage. I don't know much. I'm not tech savvy. I don't know what that means. I don't know what threat that poses. I don't know the significance of it, so I don't have a stance, but I would say, like, obviously, we are creators on TikTok as well, and it, like, it has helped us get, like, have the platform that we have, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that it's our whole thing. Right. I was going to say that, too, like, um, speaking from a perspective, and, like, maybe this is, like, a nuanced um, insight for some people who maybe haven't, like, heard from someone who has like grown a considerable following on the platform but we have been stuck around like 990 something and change uh thousand followers for a while now because we've been shadow banned on the platform which is one of the reasons why i've grown a certain resentment and a very strong indifference towards whatever happens to tiktok um we are currently at like 993.8k followers on the platform and i will say this that um it has absolutely no support for creators um because we had our account hacked a while back ago no support no help Mm -hmm. and um you make very little money on the platform it doesn't value your creativity as much as people think it does the bulk of the money that you make on tiktok comes from brand deals and from being exposed and then brands reach out to you or they reach out to an agency that represents you and then you make money that way Um, But I'll say this, it's like TikTok has been the only social media platform where you can actually discover 
new things and new perspectives and and educate yourself and and because like i feel like every other social media platform is very safeguarded in that aspect so it's not really um like they're not motivated to push out content that maybe is like anti-government or conspiratorial in its essence like our stuff is and so tiktok is the only one that if it had like if it gains traction if people like it then it's gonna just explode you mm, know yeah but it does have a lot of like community guidelines and it is getting a little annoying similar to like youtube for example but um yeah so in my opinion if i put aside my personal resentment towards the platform and towards their um in inefficacy when it comes to like helping its creators and actually supporting them i think that tiktok is an okay platform and uh for like what it is it, it's like great for creativity but when you start introducing like political uh, political elements like spionage like um spionage is it spionage the term that i'm thinking of um I espionage think espionage yeah so, so chinese espionage if you start like factoring in all these things then it obviously becomes this thing where it's like oh shit like this is actually what it is which is what i think it is too like i think it's created it, it it's a perfect weapon that slowly but surely just found its way into america um, american culture and it has just gained this crazy power and control over our culture now it's like tiktok creates culture in america so china like china has like a firm grasp and a firm say in like what happens in the u.s yeah and it's just interesting so but my final point is that if it gets banned it's not even gonna like make a big difference to me I want to say I'm going to take a little stance on it um, and say that one thing I agreed on that I heard in that testimony was that information spreads very quickly on TikTok. So as soon as something hits the news, you open the app and it's going to be like every other video, if not every video, will be surrounding that thing. Right, right. You know, or or will have like, or mention of that thing. And so a point that they made was that, that just as quickly as information spreads on TikTok, so does misinformation, you know? True. But that can be said for any platform, I feel like, at this point. And one thing I wanted to mention was, if I were to compare Twitter and TikTok for what platform I would keep your kids away from, I would a thousand percent say Twitter over TikTok. Yeah. Um, yeah. Twitter's way like hardcore. Like tw Twitter is unmoderated. I'm going to say there's like nothing censored. Like you'll see nude photos. You'll see like people dying and the videos won't be censored. Like you'll just see someone just getting shot like in cold blood you know yeah and twitter like i just don't feel like i feel like that's a stride that i definitely have seen on tiktok because i've never seen anything i've seen them ban accounts that have done even like half nudity yeah. or like girls swimming in the ocean if they're if their butt cheeks are showing too much they automatically remove the video because i've seen creators complain about it when they're like uh uh deep sea divers and stuff and then they're saying yeah. oh my video was taken down because it was showing too much skin or whatever but that in in that sense like in that case 
TikTok is better than a platform like Twitter because Twitter, it's like completely unhinged. Like people are posting their OnlyFans, you know? But then at the same time, like I, I agree with what you're saying when it applies to like children and like being a parent, for example. But I think that having a platform that serves as this like unhinged, uncensored place where people can share information and thoughts, I feel like that's super important, especially in this like age that yeah. we're currently like navigating through where it's like su like hyper censored everything has an agenda attached to it and ideology that people must uh obey and kind of like bend over backwards into accepting so i think twitter is a good place to like retain that freedom of speech but even twitter has been accused and and has been guilty of like shadow banning people and just banning accounts for certain ideologies and political views that don't really align with what they want mm -hmm. to believe in or want us to believe in so it's just interesting in that case and like that's why i feel like it's valuable for like the the uh twitter files uh that were exposing emails about covid and and kind of exposing the whole fraud that was covid and the and more specifically the covid vaccines and all that shit so i just think that that's interesting to have but then TikTok is also very valuable to me because it doesn't rely on traditional media on on the traditional way of traditional media, rather. So it's like there's no gatekeepers, just like you said. So if something goes viral, then it goes viral because everyone is interested and everybody is like invested in that information. And I feel like also Congress is is adamantly against TikTok more specifically, not just because it's a Chinese company, even even though that's like 50% of it, the other half is because they don't have any gain, any monetary gain mm -hmm. from, allow <clears throat> from allowing TikTok in American soil to like operate freely, quote unquote. So this concept of like free market capitalism in the, in the U.S. has been so antiquated in my opinion and so misunderstood because people easily believe that, oh, like America is the greatest country on earth. It's like free market capitalism and like all that shit, but it's all bullshit because there's no such thing as free market capitalism. It's all a huge monopoly where a group of small, like a, a group of few individuals control every major brand that you can think of. Right. And so it just creates this illusion of free market capitalism. And that's why America has been very successful in that sense. It's, it's, it's always been great at dividing the population creating these like cultures of like mcdonald's like mcdonald's is better than burger king apple is better than android uh playstation is better than xbox and so it's always been this culture of like one versus the other mm. and i don't know where i'm getting with this but oh yeah so congress doesn't have any like gain from this and so if it were different where they were all making a few million and and TikTok was like lobbying for its presence in the United States, then we wouldn't even have this conversation. Yeah. You know, because like then they would be like, yeah, but we had Mark Zuckerberg in here and Marky, you know, like it's no different. It's just how it is. That's yeah. how social media is going to be. But now they're deciding to be very racist and just very strong against the ban of this company. And they were not letting him speak. Yeah. I, I'll say that like because each congressman had a certain five minutes amount of time. Right. Yeah. And so they would use up 90 percent of the time just talking. And then it's like 
as soon as he would start responding, it's like, oh, okay, the time is up, and yeah. now to the next congressman. And then you're it's in like, my time now, boy. <laughs> yeah, and they were saying that, like, yeah. you're in my time now. I'm like, whoa, that's... Uh, and I think that that hearing lasted over three hours with only two 10-minute breaks, which is crazy if you think about it. Yeah. It's like being being in the hot seat for over three hours with, with like, almost no break and no opportunity to, like, really speak your mind and, like, express yourself, you know? <laughs> And I'm sure a lot of them, because I did see, but a lot of them were repeating each other. It's like, I don't understand yeah. how how they should have deliberated that, where like each person had to talk about something completely different. It's like yeah. why you don't want uh, TikTok, but it has to be different from what the last congressman said. So if they said it, then you have to cross that off your list and you have to go on to your next point. It was very repetitive. Yeah, because all of them tried reaching with the data thing and trying to mention that and, and kids' safety. And it's like, all right, what's new? Like, what else? What are you going to do about our children, sir? There was one thing I wanted to say just now. Oh, I was seeing that people, like former U.S. citizens who have, like, moved out of the United States have made comments because I saw on Twitter. Sorry, that's my app. It's my habit app telling me to drink water and stuff. <laughs> Speaking of I've first world problems. <laughs> so don't forget to drink water to drink your Ohio infested water. Hey, mine's pulling spring. It's <laughs> from, from Maine. From Maine. Up in Maine. <laughs> yeah, they don't have that accent over there. Yeah, I don't even know what accent that was. They're <laughs> they're like north, right? It's yeah, like northeast. They're like old people, I think. I don't know. Now I'm reaching, but I saw people making comments saying that they feel very strongly that the United States, and this is like common knowledge, but that the United States makes like depicts the country as being a safe haven. You know, it's where it's the land of opportunity. It's the American dream. It's a safe haven from all of these other countries who don't have the same like security um, in terms of protection, yeah. you know, where where laws are maybe a little bit too like not as uh, rigid, rigid or stable or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and these like citizens, former citizens that have now moved and live somewhere else, like a lot of them were saying in in comments of the school, uh, school shooting that happened, were saying that that's like a complete manipulation tactic because as soon as they've left the United States, like looking out, like looking from the outside in, you start like becoming aware of right. these things that they say and do that make you feel like this is the best place to live in the world. Like every other country yeah, discarded, yeah. discarded because it's not, none of them are like the United States. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's complete brainwashing. I just find I find that crazy because I will say that I've like I've had those thoughts too where I'm like, oh, but maybe this country is not safe to live in because they have a lot of uh, crime with knives and this country's not safe to live in because they don't have like strict laws with this, you know, yeah. and I started developing that mindset. But little do, do I know that that's just, you know, these seeds that are planted. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think that uh, partially, not entirely, but partially, I think that patriotism is a scam Mm. that's rooted in like brainwash tactics. It's like you create this illusion of the perfect country, uh, best country in the world, just like you said, and you use Hollywood as this instrument to really perpetuate this message of America first and America over everyone. You, you, you have the, the, the Rocky Balboa films where it depicts, you know, America winning over Russia and it's all this propaganda, but I feel like that's all it is. It's just a huge propaganda show and a lot of people buy it and eat it up, you know? Yeah. But I feel like that time has come to an end or is coming to an end because of social media, because of TikTok, because of all these social media platforms that show us different perspectives and actually enhance our our um, outlook on life and our just view of the world. And so people see that certain things are happening in, the, in other countries and people see that other countries operate differently and that the life expectancy here is better than there. And I feel like I agree with you. It's like, I think also that you can only really see anything clearly once you're outside of it. Like you can't see clearly when you're in, like deeply ingrained and just deeply enveloped Embedded, by, yeah. by anything. So, so you have to take a step back. And then once you do, it's very clear and easy, I think, and evident of like how a certain country actually is. And I feel like I can even speak on that because I grew up here and then I moved back to Brazil and then I moved back here again. And both times, like from Brazil, I I would always like look at America and then crave being here and just thinking that, oh, like this is a way better country than than Brazil is because Brazil is like a third world country considered considered to be like a developing country. And I would have all these thoughts and all of these like utopian ideals based off of what I could remember, even even if vaguely from living here before moving to Brazil. And then now that I'm here now again, I'm like looking at Brazil and thinking like, "Eh, like maybe maybe Brazil wasn't so bad after all, you know, Mm -hmm. because it has all its problems and all its bullshit. But it is better in 
some aspects than America is. So that by default means that America is not perfect. It's not the best country in the world if other countries have better aspects. Yeah, because just in the school shooting aspect, like we're yeah. number one in the worst, you know, yeah. I feel like. America number one. Um, but yeah. And well, what was I going to say just now too to what you were saying? Oh, I forgot. But yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, I don't know. But also, I just wanted to share this quick video. Uh, so March is uh, Women's History Month, right? Is it? I think so. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> Guys, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I just asked it, a woman it, if, it is. Like, when her month is and, and uh, she doesn't even know. So It is, right? Because there was the International Women's Day. Yeah, Women's History Month. I'm just going to quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't know. It's it's really sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it is March. It's from March 1st to March 31st. And I just want to play this clip that um, ESPN is celebrating Women's History Month by honoring a trans woman swimmer named leah thomas oh no who was formerly a man who competed in um in like the men's swimming category mm -hmm. and then transitioned and is now competing um as an equal in the women's category and has been just breaking records which is super unexpected right because uh she, she has still like a very a very much male frame and you can tell that like she has like broad shoulders and just super long arms and she stands out like a sore thumb when compared to the other women. And for that reason, she swims faster and strongly and stronger, I guess. I don't know. I did see this. I'll say afterwards. All right. It's just it's like a quick one minute clip. I just think it's funny. Uh, why is it not playing? Come on. Uh, this Twitter thing. Hold on, guys uh technical difficulty technical <laughs> difficulty uh hold on where's freddie benson yeah <laughs> when you need him I have to refresh it all right all right um and again i think i've like made this clear in the past uh how we are not anti-trans by the way um we are all for happiness and integration and do what makes you happy as long as you don't um force your ideologies onto other people at their expense and so that's the only reason why we like really try to hammer down certain like news articles and like things that have to do with like sex and gender because we think that some things are just utterly ridiculous and i feel like if you're not uh brainwashed by the whole idea of like virtue signaling and having to be 
um, accepted and just liked in society, which is what everybody wants nowadays. It's like, yeah, like I'm pro this because everybody is pro this and I'm going to be part of this little community and everybody's going to like me because of it. But my point being is that like that's the only reason why we continually point out these like funny incidents when <laughs> funny but super sad. And um, this one just like made me laugh out loud because I was like, holy shit, man. It's like what? Like that's a crazy irony. It's like ESPN is celebrating Women's History Month by by using a former male who became a woman. Mm. And that just goes to like it just reaffirms the fact that we live in a man's world yeah it's just super ironic and super funny like no matter how much like how hard we try to escape that fact it's just there it's like this is a patriarchal world i don't know how this sounds but i find that like i do find it insulting you know as a woman right because um yeah i mean because you you're not being represented yeah 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 you're you're not like you are on the surface you know yeah. that's how they want you to see it but but really you're not that's ridiculous, um man. and i did see this swimmer if it is the same one and she was like doing like a lap or a lap and a half ahead of the rest of the swim team yeah like it was crazy how quickly the strides like in the water just just you know Mm-hmm. and and the others it was just like they were just catching up yeah you yeah. know and that's why there have been multiple complaints apparently um from her teammates and and from her competitors and colleagues it's like i would complain too and like that's the only reason why i feel like these conversations are needed because i feel like it's becoming this taboo to like oh like no like you can't touch on gender you can't talk badly about transgender people because they're this like super ultra protected group of individuals who um are just um are are immune to any criticism and to any like critical thought process you you know you can't process them and deploy critical thinking towards them because automatically you are viewed as a uh sexist yeah transphobic Mm. sexist or whatever and i feel like that's how tyranny kind of like really really consolidates its power and that's why you have to have open conversations about things and then just say like hey like this is kind of absurd like you can't ruin all these people's dreams by putting this person that has biological advantages severe biological advantages over these other these other people just for the sake of inclusion or for the false perception and and projection of inclusivity and so you have to establish equality by creating a a uh, league where it's like a transgender league yeah and i bet you 100 percent that a lot of people would tune in to like experience that sport and to like just see how how amazing and how like physical like how much physical prowess these people also have and so but you have to like make them compete with each other just like you make women compete with each other just like you make men compete with each other right and not and not together like we don't have women and men competing against each other because it would it would be zero to a million every time where men are winning you know and you would have a bunch of like women dying yeah and and i was gonna say that not only is it like the build like the 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 span of the arms and all that but it's like 
it's the lung capacity. The lung capacity, yeah. yeah. Like that plays a huge role as a swimmer. The one of, of the greatest swimmers in the world. Who what's his name? Oh my god. David, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. So I was gonna oh my god, I was gonna say a different name. David Hoffman. <laughs> David Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that is David from from friends no his name is literally david schwimmer and i was gonna say he's a swimmer just because of his last name no i was thinking of david hasselhoff <laughs> oh yeah he's a great SpongeBob. swimmer because because in my head he's the greatest of all time and forever yeah. will be those pecs yeah that just like shoot shoot spongebob <laughs> yeah but yes michael phelps um the, one of the greatest swimmers of all time yeah um what woman swimmer i mean i don't know see like that 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 in and of itself is telling is telling of you know the the very distinct separation between men and women yeah yeah um i can't name you a famous woman swimmer yeah i can't name you a famous woman um athlete aside from like serena williams maybe oh and uh what's her name <laughs> oh no i'm not Exhibit a. megan the megan soccer Stallion. the soccer player i don't know that her name is megan megan star or something <laughs> i don't know but that's um, a great question but but yeah so it's like i don't know it's just you just have to accept certain things and like yeah i just think it's interesting but oh, the, oh, I, I was close it? megan rapinoe rapinoe I've yeah usa soccer player I think I'll know by the face. No, I've never seen that person before. Never, really. No. She was like, apparently she had, she was like even on a float at the Pride Parade in New York. I don't know. There was like a bunch of stuff, but yeah. Yeah, but again, like h how does she compare to like Messi and... <laughs> exactly. Neymar and shit. So. When neighbor, hey, why are Ronaldo. we not saying Ronaldo? Like Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Um, and then just to finish off this episode, the last topic that I just wanted to share with you guys that I found interesting that just um, kind of ignited a little bit of existential crisis in my bones and my body. Um, the headline reads, you can now experience death in virtual reality with disturbing new simulation. So Despite all the things science tells us about life, nobody really knows what it's like to experience death. However, people who have undergone near-death experiences often come back with tales of what happens after their hearts stopped beating, from leaving their bodies and seeing themselves from above to waking up in a meadow. Now, a new virtual reality simulation tries to give people a taste of what it's like to die. Uh, artist Sean Gladwell has created an exhibit called Passing Electrical Storms, which guides participants through a simulated de-escalation of life from cardiac arrest to brain death. And I just found that super interesting. So That's you can crazy. have near-death experiences by using VR. That is great. Would you do that? I would do it, yeah. Really? Why? Because it's just virtual reality. But my fear is that it might fuck up with, like, something in your head. Like, it just might fuck up with your brain. Like, what if it gets to a point where where extreme usage and just, like, so many people have tried it that there, that there will, like, might be cases of people who actually have a cardiac arrest and actually die. Because, yeah. Because then it's, like, difficult for your brain to distinguish between what's real and what's simulated. So, like, if you're simulating death and your brain is perceiving death 
then what if it reacts to that input? Yeah. Versus just like experiencing it. So I don't know how it would work. But then again, you have like psychedelics like DMT and ayahuasca that kind of like create that near death experience. But I don't know. Um, I wanted to say that, I mean, wait, wait what was I going to say? Oh, my gosh. Um, What were you just saying? Um, About trying it out. I would try it out. Uh, oh okay i just remembered um the the way that i see this kind of to an extent is that this would just desensitize people even more when it comes to death and i really don't like that concept yeah i don't i don't like the concept of people like not treating death um as something seriously yeah, because like this is like a gamification of death. Essentially, it's like you like gamify it. Yeah, but it's it's not even a player anymore. It's like you experiencing it. Yeah, you know, it's not like a video game. So it's to me, there's no comparison there, um, or rather, there's a different comparison there. But the the idea, like I've only used a vr headset twice because yeah. my aunt has one and stuff and and my dad had one at one point and stuff but i've only used it twice and the two times that i've used it i felt nauseous afterwards i felt like a like i don't know just uneasy you yeah. know um, and all I did uh, with my aunt's one was be on a roller coaster ride and, and she filmed me and I was shaking the whole time. Yeah. Not not like because I I did actually feel like I was on the roller coaster, which is crazy, but I'm not afraid of roller coasters. Like the thing that was making me shake and uneasy was just like the hyper sensation, like having this thing on your head and and you know obstructing your vision like you look around you you're not even seeing yourself like you're seeing uh yeah. i don't know it, it's just weird that's what i mean by by like um your brain just taking it too literally and like that's my biggest fear it's like 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 at at one point your brain is just going to accept that as your reality and then it's going to like maybe stop working because yeah. it just senses that you've died and so what if your brain just decides to do some freak shit that has never been documented to where it happened before in the history of humanity, but it doesn't mean that it can't happen where it just like decides to turn off all your vital organs, you know, because you've died. Yeah. So it's just interesting. And then in a TikTok video, the creator of this near death experiment uh, said, I can see how people would say it causes anxiety and panic. It definitely borderlines that they do put your finger on a heart rate monitor and then tell you to raise your hand if you've had enough and want to quit. He continued, uh, what happens is you're laying down, the bed vibrates, you flatline, the doctors come over the top of you, you can see yourself in the goggles, as, and they try to revive you. It doesn't work. Then you float up, out past them into space, and it keeps going. Um, just as nobody can really know what it's like to die, nobody can really know what the VR experience is like unless you're in Australia and able to try it out in person. So this is something that's happening in Australia. Oh, that's insane. But yeah, that's just uh, very crazy. Have you ever seen that Nicolas Cage movie, uh, City of Angels? 
No, and I you you've always talked about it. Yeah, that's a movie that my mom grew up watching, or that I grew up watching because of my mom rather, and she loved that movie. And there's a scene where it's just like that. It's like he dies and he's pronounced dead, and then he leaves his body, and then he sees himself trying to be resuscitated, and then he has to like deal with this like transition into the into the other side. That's crazy. I didn't know that that was what that was. I didn't know that that was what it was about. But yeah. that kind of makes sense in a city of angels. Yeah. And um, I know that we said that that would be the last topic, but just one last <laughs> quick one that I find interesting. Um, so George Orwell quoted once saying that it is quite possible that we are descending into an age in which two plus two will make five when the leader says so right? Mm-hmm. He's quoted saying this. And recently Harvard tweeted and and um, like published an article or something saying that, have you ever thought to yourself, how do I know that two plus two equals four? Why isn't it two plus two equals, no, two plus two equals five? A PhD student talks about numbers and abstractions. And so like now Harvard is basically trying to Bring it into question. Question, like, why is 2 plus 2 equals, like, 5 and not, or or 4 and not 5? And I I just found that interesting because it's almost as if, like, we are just um, basically fulfilling these prophecies that are written out in, like, books and, like, media and, like, movies and stuff. And and it just adds to to my personal belief that we may be stuck in a simulation. Like, we, like, everything might be simulated. And we are just here to like gain experience or to gain knowledge maybe. And we're going to eventually wake up just like <laughs> Neo did, you know? Yeah. I don't like the idea of, of I'm already questioning everything. And now I'm going to question math, which is supposed to be definitive in right. what it teaches, you know? Yeah, like it's two supposed to be plus the one. two is four. One and one is two, you know? It's supposed to be the one exact science, you know? Like, And that's why it's called an exact science. That is that is crazy. Like we already question everything about our reality. Like we we really do. We are everything's always put into question. We're always wondering why things are this and things are that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the one thing that you that you feel sure in, <laughs> which is so little nowadays. But I feel like that's deliberate too because they want to get the one thing that 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 people couldn't deny before and now they want to like convert it and just create this distortion of just trans like transhumanism i feel like i feel like everything's playing into this idea of fluidity and nothing is real and nothing is firm and nothing is consistent or reliable and that in turn creates this environment of just hyper anxiety and just hyper yeah just just hyper anxiety because you can't even rely on two plus two equaling four anymore you can't uh gender people anymore you can't assume anyone's gender you can't assume that that person's a man or a woman you can't trust your president and you can't do anything because everything is so unstable even math and so i feel like it's all just like part of it you know i wanted to mention one thing really quickly and it's kind of off topic, but it, it'll be the last thing that I mention. I don't know if it'll be the last thing you do, but yeah, um, it is about how obviously AI has been developing, and uh, there are a lot of a lot of these like higher power beings like already in the works with like these AI 
robots and stuff. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I read that was super unsettling, um, and I watched, and it was a video, and I think it was a scientist like from I X amount of years, I don't know how long ago, but he was like he was predicting the future of AI. I I don't know if it was like a 70s scientist or something, but he was predicting the future of AI and said that we as humans should look at ourselves as stepping stones for the next species just like uh the species before us served us right 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 and that made me so uncomfortable because obviously like you know we've established this mindset that we're the apex predators and the uh, top of the food chain right like we are the the superior species you know and then to think that we like at some point like i really do believe that it will be a reality like at some point we'll be wiped and these like bots will just take our place yeah and i've heard joe rogan kind of like talk about that exact thing uh he said once that he read somewhere and maybe it's the same exact scientist but someone once said that we are the caterpillars um and we serve as just caterpillars for the eventual butterflies which Um, will be the ai right so we are just um incubators and and we just serve as as like basically just like a stepping stone just like you said so like we are just tools that are being used to create and further this um, next species of beings that will completely wipe us out eventually and take over and and what's crazy is i feel like we're in that metamorphosis phase like we're in the cocoon already like it's already happening i just know that i don't want to live to see it yeah because i would rather not that is that i keep telling everybody every time i talk about robots like that is my biggest fear like i don't know why i don't know if that freaking irobot movie traumatized me as a kid or what but it's all will smith's fault these ai robots like that is i won't say my biggest fear because obviously there's like losing my family and stuff and losing people i love yeah but it is one of my biggest fears like the idea of robots taking control and yeah and what's interesting is that there are people who are completely opposite of you in that um in that scene i guess where they just like view it as something that's like worth being praised you know like i i saw this vice article recently it says that cult that worships super intelligent ai is looking for big tech donors uh theta nor a 10 artist collective has launched a new religious movement based on the worship of AI. It claims that a general AI, a machine that outstrips its human creators, could benefit humanity by ending in ending ending inequality and improving the world. The group hopes to meld spiritual traditions with cutting-edge computer engineering. Theta Nor or Theta Noir or whatever, aims to draw funding from big tech donors to spread its message. Oh my gosh. So that to me was like pretty crazy because like, but at the same time, it's not crazy because it's just a matter of time before they create a new religion that's centered around AI and it's going to feel more real than traditional religions because you're actually going to get a response. And so I don't know how how many people know this too, but if you type into like uh, chat GPT, you can make it 
respond to you as a certain being or a certain person. Yeah. So if you say like, um, respond to this uh, input as God, and then you can put a comma, and then you can ask a question, and then as God, it's going to respond to you in what it believes God would say. That is, I know, that is insane. So it's pretty wild and just pretty crazy in my <sighs> opinion. Yeah, I mean... I I don't know. I'm just of the firm belief, like, I, I'm sorry, but I'm completely against AI. Like, there's nothing about it that I feel like... Famous last words for when AI wakes up. <laughs> I know, and then they're like, you're, you were against us. And Podcast like, episode 22 <laughs> of Mentally Gone Daily. Yeah, they'll pull that up really quick, too, like in one millisecond. And you're going to be in court with that oh computer God. from um spongebob uh karen. <laughs> karen yeah she was the og karen yeah and she's gonna be the judge and then she's gonna pull like a word-for-word -word transcript of this episode of you saying that i don't care i'm pro i'm not pro i'm con uh ai yeah i love ai ai is the best i hope only to serve ai no thanks like, Lacerda. i don't i mean obviously what it can do for medicine i'm sure will be great but in in almost every other aspect i'm like i really don't want to see it yeah i don't want to be here <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll have to flee like I'm telling you it's gonna be like an apocalypse I'm gonna have a bunker somewhere and I'm just gonna be <laughs> trapped there for the rest of my life until I die yeah and then just one <laughs> one last thing oh one last one after the last one after the last one <laughs> it's actually the last one so like this is for all our fans out there and just people who listen to us which we're super grateful for by the way but I'm all the people out there who just have like a thirst and just like want to hear about like satanic conspiracies and like things and certain things that I don't think are conspiracies, but just quickly wanted to point out that Black China, who was uh, recently I think married or or was definitely engaged or in some capacity to Rob Kardashian, Rob Kardashian, who are the Kardashians' brother. Um, she was in like part of that circle. Yeah, they have a kid together. Yeah, and she recently became a born again Christian, right? And she got baptized um, on May 11th, and has made a massive life transformation since her days peddling bleaching cream or working the pole as a stripper called Cream. The the reason I'm uh, uh, like I'm like bringing her up is because she has a tattoo or had a tattoo of literal baphomet on her left hip wow and she is now removing it and she has been quoted saying i just don't want anything negative or demonic on my body anymore the star documented the removal process on her instagram account so literally a tattoo of baphomet on her left hip and in my opinion that just confirms the fact that the kardashians are into that shit yeah you know like there's no denying it and then she escaped that system and now she's just a born-again christian and so it's just interesting to me and she removed all of her like fillers like lip fillers she removed like, implants um everything and she's just like de hollywoodifying herself is there a picture turn it towards me of the tattoo that is no of her or there's not there's of the tattoo Oh, wow, that's crazy. 
it's like a high definition tattoo. Oh my god. And and it, and it's doing the Yeah, it's as above, right? It's a perfect one. And then there's a picture of her getting baptized right here. Let me just turn it. Wow. So she became like a born again Christian. Um and yeah, I just found that interesting because, you know, like that's just like proof, I think. It's like proof in, the, the proof is in the pudding. Good for her. Yeah, good for her for for finding a way out of that negative energy and just trying to like seek light you know and now she just has to not exploit her child yeah like the kardashians do and she'll be on the right path and kim kardashian has filed a patent for northwest um a patent for a clothing line and a patent for a makeup line oh my gosh are you serious how yeah. old is she she's like what she's like 12 maybe 12? or something. i was gonna say 12 or 13 yeah i don't know but wow but already teaching her the ropes and like hoping that she follows in her uh, very honorable footsteps. It's sad because I really do hope that they protect, you know, protect their children. But yeah. I can't say that that'll happen. Like when they turn, you know, 18 and stuff like it's going to be. Yeah, no, it's going to be out, out, out the window. Any concepts of like normalcy I... which have already been discarded. I wanted to say that I saw this will be the last thing I say because we're like bouncing ideas off each last, other. Last, I, last. I saw on Twitter that people were like, oh, back then in movies, like the teenagers that were being like, it was always adults depicting teenagers, mm -hmm. you know, like these 20 something year olds playing like sophomores yeah. in high school. And a lot of people sh surprisingly showed like a favor towards that because when you think about like the severity of like um taking a kid out of their like s normal school hours and making them work and and putting them in this like film industry that you should actually be like guarding them from right mm -hmm. when you put it into that perspective you're like shit i wouldn't like i wouldn't mind seeing more adults playing teenagers right. if if it were possible but nowadays it's like it's the opposite yeah now it's like all right we're getting the teenagers to play the teenagers yeah or the kids to play the adults and to act as adults true yeah that yeah. too yeah which is what I think uh, her name is Millie Bobby Brown, um, the girl from Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. She she said that she denied a role for a spinoff of that series um, because she wants to just like try like other things and, and not get kind of like pigeon held into that role, you know? Yeah. But she's an example of like a kid who was hypersexualized because of the popularity of that show. Yeah. Like no. as soon as she turned 18, it was like yeah. a spectacle, which yeah. I think now she's 20 something, which is mind boggling to me because yeah. I'm like, I didn't think that they were my age. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you like saw them grow up. I'm like, what the heck? When I was watching them, like I was I was already 18, you know, yeah. when I was watching Stranger Things, like how the hell are these like little kids already 20? Yeah. But I guess in that perspective, like they were more or less my age when they were filming so it's interesting yeah and if anybody else is like interested in learning more about the uh real life inspirations behind stranger things we did a whole podcast episode on youtube where we broke down the montauk um experiment which is predicated on like a cia mk ultra 
super like top secret, very shady and occult things. So if you want to check that out, like that's exactly what Stranger Things is based off of. And it was actually going to be called the Montauk experiment or the or the Montauk project or something. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, so w- with that being said, do you do you have anything else? That's it. <laughs> uh, so that was everything we had to say. And it, we kind of like took our time today because it's been over 20 days almost um, since our last episode. And appreciate you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this, uh, don't forget to rate the show on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. We will soon be available on Amazon Music as well because we noticed that that's the only platform that we're not on, I think. Um, and people have been asking for us to go on there. So we're going to just add it onto that platform and hopefully we're going to be able to like do these more consistently. And we apologize for, uh, taking some time off, but we just had to deal with certain things and, uh, yeah. So with that being said, thanks again. And don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone. Peace Peace to to the the world. world.